At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. Your Space Coast vacation is preparing for liftoff. Start counting down now. 10, 9, 8, 7, it's time for a beach vacay that feels like heaven. 6, 5, 4, come explore Melbourne and the beaches. 3, 2, 1, it's time for some rocket-filled fun. Count down to your best beach vacation ever on Florida's Space Coast. Launch your planning now at visitspacecoast.com. Dental Associates of Northern Virginia redefine what it means to visit the dentist. Get top-quality, personalized support from committed experts who prioritize the well-being and satisfaction of you and your family. Care is centered on a highly personalized treatment plan backed by the trust and support of long-lasting relationships. Schedule your next appointment by visiting dental1-va.com slash offer slash SiriusXM. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. The Juice on the Cues podcast on the Big Heads Media Network is presented by MyBookie.ag. At MyBookie, it's time to celebrate the college football season. Sign up now and make your first deposit to get a dollar-for-dollar match all the way up to $1,000. The best part is MyBookie has thousands of bets to choose from, from the full NFL slate to college football to the NBA playoffs. From live betting to championship futures, every play you want is waiting at MyBookie. It's simple. Make your picks, win big, collect your cash. Use promo code JUICEONCUSE and double your first deposit now. Again, that's promo code JUICEONCUSE. It's a no-brainer. Your winning season begins today only at mybookie.ag. It is SNY.TV's The Juice on the Cuse podcast, covering Syracuse basketball, lacrosse, and football. Today on the Juice on the Cues podcast on SNY.TV, we'll be talking about an embarrassing loss to Liberty and a look forward to the rest of the college football season. I'm Wes Chang, and I'll be joined later by Brad Bierman, and our guest today is Stephen Bailey from 24-7 Sports. Stephen, great to talk to you. How are you today? I'm doing great, Wes. I always appreciate you having me on. Yes, Stephen. I'm just so glad you're staying in the Syracuse area. You're now running the 24-7 Sports Syracuse page on CuseNation.com. Tell us about the journey of how you ended up there. 
Yeah, it was it was definitely interesting. Um, I kind of, uh, you know, was let go by the post standard, and uh, you know, I think anyone who works in the print and online media industry understands that it's it's in a downward spiral, and and there's there's kind of always that risk. Um, I was lucky that 24/7 was hiring a full timer in the Syracuse market for the first time ever. I kind of came onto the market and filled. You know, I, I think pretty much exactly what they were looking for, someone who had experience and could hit the ground running. And I was, you know, not really looking to move during the pandemic. And you know, I like I like covering Syracuse football and, and Syracuse athletics. And now with 24-7 sports, I'll, I'll get to cover some basketball this year too, which should be fun. I'm actually kind of a hoops guy at heart. Um, but, it, yeah, it was just kind of really, really, really good timing. And, uh, you know, I'm grateful to everyone at 24-7 Sports who decided to hire me. And it's been awesome to, to – it's been really overwhelming to get messages from so many people in there um, introducing themselves to me and saying, you know, hey, if you need anything, you know, feel free to reach out. So it's it's a really cool community. And I think I'm really excited about the direction the company is headed in. So. You know, to be a part of that and to, to get to continue doing what I, what I think I do best, um, I, I was just really grateful for that. Again, we're really grateful you're staying in Syracuse, Stephen. And I think the reason why 24-7 scooped you up is because of the way you covered Syracuse football for the last six years. What's going to stay the same and what's going to be different about the way you cover the team? Yeah, that's a good question. And I think if I if I knew the exact answer, then I, uh, you know, I would really be excelling off the bat. Um, you know, I it's a little different, right, because there's no 24-7 sports office in Syracuse. I kind of have a little more freedom to guide the coverage how I kind of see best. You know, it's not a boss telling me, well, we need to hit X, Y, and Z. Here's how I think you should try and do it. It's, uh, I'm told, well, hey, here's we're trying to hit X, Y, and Z. I need to figure out how to do it, and then I need to go out and do it. So, you know, it's going to be a process. I've only been doing it for two weeks, and I'm, I'm interested to see you know, what people want to read, what people are interested in reading, what people are willing to pay for. You know, we have a VIP subscription service, and then, you know, you get insider information there. So, what you know, what goes on that side, what stays on the, the free side, um, you know, and, and obviously there's a bigger emphasis on recruiting. So, you know, maybe at the Post Standard, I talk to top targets. I talk to commits. Now it's, all right, Syracuse offers a guy. Like, go, you know, tell, tell the VIPs a little bit about who he is even if they're going to offer 300 kids, you know, it's, so there's more depth on recruiting for sure. And then, and then beyond that, you know, it's, it's a process. You're always trying to figure out what people want to read. Um, you know, what style of analysis is, is, is interesting for them. Um, what medium do, do they want to, to consume your information on? You know, like I was, I, I love the podcast I did with Julian with at, at the post standard. And I'm hoping I can kind of do something like that in the future as, as you know, I get a little more comfortable at 24-7. So, you know, the biggest thing is I have a little more freedom in that regard, but with that comes more responsibility. And I'm, I'm hoping to hire a couple interns over the next couple of weeks and, and be able to, um, you know, grow our coverage a little bit more, especially when scoop season comes around, uh, because that's, all, that's, <laughs> that's always been kind of nice for me covering football because I would kind of get usually more questions and more time with the players. Obviously, there's none of that this year because it's all Zoom interviews and you get one question per person. and You know, almost almost a useless exercise. Um, whereas now, it's, it's going to be, you know, you're covering football and basketball. Um, and the women's basketball team is very good this year, too. I'd love to be able to get them the coverage they deserve. So, 
Um, so it's exciting, uh, but I, I would be lying to you if I, if I didn't say I was still figuring it out. Stephen, let's talk a little recruiting. Syracuse has one of its best recruiting classes in recent memory, but Syracuse is also off to a terrible start to the year at one and four. What is Dino Bapers going to have to do to keep this class together? You know, that's that's one of the two big questions that I think faces Dino this year. I wrote a column about it this morning. It's I, I just don't think there's much he can do to save this season, right? I mean, if injured players come back, then, then you have a fighting chance. Right? If over time, your first-year starting linebackers and true freshman safeties develop to the point where if they're not making as many mistakes, then you'll have a chance. Right? But he's just he's just playing with a bad hand. You know, the pandemic hit them harder than anyone else. I, I, your top two players in, in Tommy DeVito and Andre Cisco, arguably your top two players are out. Down your top three running back, you know, you, you could probably feel that just as good of an offense from unavailable players as you can from available players, and the entire middle of your defense is inexperienced. So I just I don't think there's much you can do there, which is why retaining those commits is so important, and then convincing as many seniors as possible to come back and make use of the NCAA's extra year of eligibility. You know, those two things will be crucial towards setting him up in 2021 for rebounding because he's, you know, he's asking for time and patience like he did when he was hired. And, you know, I think it's hard for some fans to hear. I, I get it. I think he deserves, I don't, I don't think it's fair to say he deserves a pass, but some level of a pass in a year like this with all of the variables working against him that are disproportionately working against Syracuse. But you can't, you can't keep doing that next year. You know, you need to position yourself now to be able to succeed next year and and that means retaining the commits, and, and that's going to be tough. I mean, you already see other schools starting to, starting to, you know, I mean, not that they didn't have relationships with those commits before, but, but come in. You know, Austin Cowley, an offensive lineman from Hawaii, got an offer from UCF last week, and he's hearing from their line coach. Um, I know uh, Josh Huff, the running back from Pennsylvania, has, has a bunch of schools that are in touch um, with his father as he kind of goes through a, a breakout senior season so that's you know that's just the tip of the iceberg and that's you know frankly that's probably happening for a lot of those guys um but yeah dino's dino's got to be active with that you know that's got to be his staff's you know one a goal here is position the roster for 2021 because you know if if you if this season bottoms out as it's looking like it will and then, yeah you know there's there's a lot of good there's a lot of reasons why that happened um you know that it, it it doesn't matter. You know you don't you don't get that break if you can't salvage your vision. If you can't, if what happens in 2020 impacts your ability to win in 2021, 2022, 2023, then it doesn't matter that you didn't get a fair shake. It's you know we, we you, you just need to find you need to find a way to win. So and then that's and that's tough. You know that's that's arguably unfair for a coach, but you know that's the the harsh reality of college football, and, and that's why it's really, really important that he retains as many of those guys as possible. And, you know, again, the, the seniors, too, those go hand in hand. Right? Syracuse always has depth issues. For the last two decades, depth issues have killed them. You know, their breakout season going 8-3, and because they had two good quarterbacks in Eric Dungey and Tommy DeVito. They had an offensive line that was experienced and didn't get hurt and, you know, had a three-guard rotation. You know, they were managing – every they kind of had the – perfect setup and the perfect storm for that to happen. And you need to expand those margins, and you do that by building depth. 2021 offers a chance to build depth. And to do that, Dino needs to hold on to the recruits.
And Stephen, we'll get you out of here on this one. That loss to Liberty was probably the worst loss since Syracuse lost to Akron in the Greg Robinson era. At what point does Dino Baper's seat get a little hot? Yeah, that is such a hard question to answer. I mean, especially coming off of so you, you can look at it in the, the light that I just mentioned, right? So you know, I think most coaches deserve a pass this year. I'm, that's just strictly my opinion. But at the same time, you need to maintain your ability to win long term. Now, there's, there's the financial there's the financial side of things. You've got schools that are that are slumping a little bit financially after the the, the pandemic, and you know, no game day revenue, uh, shortened football season. Um, you know, uh, pay cuts at, at a bunch of big schools, and you know, recently got extended. So you know, there's a there's a cost to buying him out, and there's a cost to then hiring another coach. And is this really a, a position where you want to do that, right? So this, so that's the other side of the equation that that Kent Severud and John Wildhack, um, and then any chancellor and athletic director must think of when they're in a position like that. Personally. I, I do not think he is on the hot seat. I do, I do not think it would be fair to put him on the hot seat this year. Um, I understand a lot of fans were mad after the Liberty game, and I, I hate to break it to you, the Flames were favored to win by three points. Like Vegas thought they were going to win because Syracuse doesn't have like 15 of its top 40 players. So, you know, as hard as it was to see 38-21 for Liberty and then see their players come on and take selfies at the field after the game, like, it's that's that's where things are right now, but I don't think that necessarily means that's that's where they'll be next year again. Why it's so important for Dino to retain those commits and bring back seniors, and we'll see what the scholarship table looks like. But the transfer market is going to be flooded next year with with all of these players who have extra eligibility. So I, I think there's still some um, some understanding that needs to be worked out as, as far as. You know who who can come on and go above that 85 scholarship cap? Is it just your own seniors? Is it seniors from other schools? It's it's the whole landscape is going to have to shift and then try and shift back in a couple of years. So, but, you know, basically, I don't think it's fair to, to put him on the hot seat now. I understand many people are upset after what happened yesterday, but it's really about to me. It's about next year, and not only about well, what happens next year and how they do. It's from now until then. It's about positioning the team to succeed. I mean, Dino tried to pivot last offseason. He hired two new coordinators. He's spoken a little bit about philosophically changing the fifth personnel this fall. Um, you know, he's got to do it. He, he likes to say that he's green and growing, not red and rotten. Well, this is your chance to do it. You need to find ways to, to put together a roster capable of winning and then adjust your staff and your schemes to, to fitting those, and, and you can't, you know, frankly, if, if this it's, if they're struggling late next year, you can't say, hey, I need more time. You're gonna have a roster full of your own players for all the the issues you've been dealt. Which, uh, honestly, I mean, this is just a tough place to win. Like, you're always going to get some bad injury luck. Like, if you haven't found ways to improve your margin of victory, then yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if that's something that starts to get talked about internally a little bit. Obviously, by the end of next year, you have two, two years of salary cut from that extension. But, you know, that's that's a way down the road. And I think people talking about the hot seat now are, are reacting emotionally to what they've seen. Um, you know, I do think internally he still has control of the program, something Scott Schaefer did not toward the end of his tenure. And, uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, it's to me, 
it's really about setting up for next year. And uh, and if he can do that, then I, I think he can still salvage his vision for Syracuse football. Stephen, thank you so much for coming on the program again. Stephen Bailey from 24-7 Sports and QSNation.com. It's going to take a little getting used to, but we're so glad you're staying on the Syracuse beat. Speak with you soon. Thanks so much, Wes. I'm, I'm still getting used to it, too. I've called myself a couple times, so you know, no need to feel bad about it. And, uh, yeah, look forward to chatting again soon. Really great that Stephen landed on his feet, and I'm now joined over the phone by the Juice Online editor-in-chief and my very good friend, Brad Bierman. Brad, how are you today? I am doing well, Wes. Thank you. Brad, Syracuse with a humiliating 38-21 to loss to Liberty over the weekend, probably the worst loss of the Dino Bapers era, losing to a team that had never beaten a Power 5 team in school history. How bad of a loss was it from your perspective? Certainly as bad as they can get, Wes. Uh, This was a a program deflating loss. There's just no doubt about that. And, boy, the the rug has been taken out so quickly here of the 2020 season, the unusual year that we've talked about to begin with. But all programs have faced that this year. Uh, All programs are going to face injuries. But when you combine all the things that have gone on that have been so unusual – when you've combined a couple of gaps or, or different circumstances regard, regarding recruiting in the last couple of seasons, and then the result of you know the available athletes on the field and going up against competition that's you know good competition, and in the case of Liberty and, and that loss where a team came back from being shut out at home uh, the previous season opener to coming back and putting on that kind of win against Syracuse uh, 38 to 21 just shows, you know, you know, where everything has transpired. And it's, it's certainly the, the, the worst loss of the, of the Babers era. Uh, Harken back on the loss to Akron at home uh, at the end of the Greg Robinson era in 2008. And now West suddenly we are, as I say, the rug pulled out from under, we are indeed facing the potential a one win season or a two win season and that's you know still kind of head shaking here, even in the fifth season of of Dino Baber's uh, you know coaching tenure. And I did think of one other thing about that, Wes. That I remember at the preseason press conference with Coach Baber's back in June, I had mentioned to him, you know, Coach, you're the first coach since Paul Pasqualoni in 1991 to be at the fifth season of coaching Syracuse. And it kind of caught him off guard for a second, and he chuckled about that, but. Yeah, he is in his fifth season now. The expectations of where the program should be, where the program is headed. You know, I I thought that Mike McAllister had some great recruiting news on our previous podcast showing that recruiting is going in the right direction, but those athletes aren't going to be on campus for for another year. And, you know, the ACC is the ACC, and you have to keep up with the Joneses from a recruiting standpoint. So, boy, to circle back, you know, it's a defining loss in this coaching regime. And, you know, Syracuse really has to regroup now for the final ACC portion of the schedule. Brad, I asked this question of Stephen Bailey. I'll ask you the same thing. What would need to happen for Dino Bapers to get put on the hot seat? Well, I do think the heat's starting to, excuse me, starting to warm up. And, Again, I think you have to circle back to look at 2020, such an unusual year, all the circumstances, the cards have been dealt where they have, again, for all programs. But as we do look at the Syracuse program in particular, all the cards that have been dealt, Dino Babers, and 
now the injuries to to the key frontline players, uh, I, I think you have to look ahead and you have to look to 2021 and that will be the season to focus on for, uh, you know, his coaching tenure. And also thought back during the Liberty loss that it did take Dick McPherson seven years to get the program back where, you know, it was a winning program to bowl games. Again, though, that's back in the 1980s. In the now we must win situation of what we live in today in the world of the ACC in the 2020s, okay, it's year number five, so that's almost like being year number seven back in the 80s. So the time is now, but 2020 is such an unusual season that, you you know, you kind of have to look to to see what can be salvaged now in, in competition against some teams at home, Wake Forest and Boston College, see where you are in those games. Uh, and see what can be salvaged and getting more younger players on the field. I think that's the key at this point. Uh, the talent that is available, uh, the scholarship players, you're, you're going to get a good look here to the future, knowing the kind of you know positive recruiting class that's coming next year, and, and kind of really now see where the program is going to be at this point, you know, in, in these final six games. And Brad, we are right at the end of our show. Your closing thoughts. And it's related to football and in the Carrier Dome in particular, uh, Wes. You know, we've seen around the country sporting events in different states where uh, fans have started to be able to allow uh, different small percentages of capacity. So fans are starting to trickle in. And, you know, what what may be the future of that for Syracuse football in the final uh, three home games of the season, Wake Forest, Boston College, and NC State? Certainly would like to see at some point if, you know, certainly health regulations allow that some spectators be allowed in the Dome to watch games, but most particular, the parents and those around the football players. I really think that's been an important aspect that's been missing, that the players have been segregated from their parents, from their family for this very trying season. And we sometimes forget the support mechanisms behind all of these great players uh, and their family support system and how meaningful that is to them. And just a thought I've had as, you know, watching the Liberty game and, you know, so depressing because of the outcome on the field that, again, seeing an empty carrier dome made me think that really it would be great at the minimum if, if parents and those close to the players are allowed at some point in the final three home games of the season. Brad, my closing thoughts are on Chandler Jones. As if 2020 wasn't hard enough already for Syracuse fans, Jones, Syracuse's best NFL player, is out for the season after tearing his bicep in a 30-10 win over the New York Jets. He announced late last week that he had successful surgery, and it will take three to four months for him to rehab. Jones was coming off a season with the Arizona Cardinals, where he had 19 sacks, was a first-team All-Pro for the second time in three seasons. Best wishes to Jones for a speedy recovery. That's it for us. For Brad Bierman, this is Wes Chang reminding you that vampires probably don't have great breath. You've been listening to the Juice on the Cues podcast on SNY.TV, and we'll see you next time. This has been the Juice on the Cues podcast, part of the SNY.TV audio network. Introducing Carvana Value Tracker, where you can track your car's value over time and learn what's driving it. 
It might make you excited. Whoa, didn't know my car was valued this high. It might make you nervous. Uh-oh, market's flooded. My car's value just dipped 2.3%. It might make you optimistic. Our low mileage is paying off. Our value's up. And it might make you realistic. Mm, car prices haven't gone up in a couple weeks. Maybe it's time to sell. But it will definitely make you an expert on your car's value. Carvana Value Tracker. Visit Carvana.com to start tracking your car's value today. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's, too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. Dental Associates of Northern Virginia redefine what it means to visit the dentist. Get top-quality, personalized support from committed experts who prioritize the well-being and satisfaction of you and your family. Care is centered on a highly personalized treatment plan backed by the trust and support of long-lasting relationships. Schedule your next appointment by visiting dental1-va.com slash offer slash SiriusXM. If you own a small business, you might be asking yourself, can Tax Act help me do my business and personal taxes? The answer is yes. If the answer was no, it would have been pretty ill-advised of Tax Act to have asked that question in the first place. And Tax Act prides itself on not doing ill-advised things. In conclusion, Tax Act can help small business owners get their personal and business taxes done. Tax Act. Let's get them over with. Sometimes your cat can be a mystery, like when they get so attached to certain cardboard boxes. <laughs> but when you use Fresh Step Cat Litter, there's no question that you're making your cat happy. Thanks to amazing odor control, Fresh Step clumping cat litters prevent stinky crumbles and make scooping easy by locking in liquid and odor immediately. That means you can keep your house clean and your bond strong. There's no mystery here. Find Fresh Step Cat Litter at a store near you. Fresh Step is a registered trademark of the Clorox Pet Products Company. Certain trademarks used under license from the Procter & Gamble Company or its Affiliates. Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because oh, the charcoal mess. Great, because why would I put that on my face when I could drop it in my sink? This is what I get for multitasking. Ugh, why is charcoal so sticky? <clears throat> Hello? Hey, Janice. I am so sorry. I thought I was on mute. <laughs> no, we don't need to reschedule. I'll just stay off camera. Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed.